Hello everyone. In this episode of the Digital Mitterstand, we will talk about low-code and low-code applications, especially for Mitterstand. My name is Jan, and I am the founder of 360 Digital Transformation, where we help small and medium businesses, so Mitterstand, to optimize, digitalize, and automate their business-specific processes. Today, I have Pierre Garcia with me. He is the founder of 9X Agency, and he is a low-code enthusiast. Without any further ado. Hi, Pierre. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sana. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for being here. And as you know, today we will talk about low-code and Mitterstand. But before we start, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so basically, my name is Pierre-Yves, um, and I'm a, I'm a French guy who's been living in Germany for the past eight years now. Uh, so basically, studied like very classical profile. I studied business school uh, and then moved to Germany for my last year of study. Um, and before my last year of study, I had uh, started working as an intern into a, in, a, in a French startup. And after graduating, they, they asked me if I wanted to work on building the, their subsidiary here in Germany. So that's what I started doing as a first job. I was uh, building the, the subsidiary, the German subsidiary of, uh, of the French startup, which was doing mostly car sharing. Um, and worked there for four additional years. You know, developed a bit. Uh, the, we were a B2B business, then we went into B2C. We got acquired by Eurocar, and that's what led me to move to Berlin because, you know, it was a very vibrant city for mobility. Uh, and from there on, you know, stayed, worked in, the, in different different startups, uh, spent one year with my former boss building a new venture, which is uh, now in the French market and, and also expanding. And then spent six months at Zalando to actually realize uh, it was too big a company for me. So that's when I understood I'm really like, I'm really the small startup guy, I like to be close to the entrepreneur and, and, and building things, you know, building processes. And that's, uh, that's when I also realized, you know, that uh, there's so much to be done with technology and web technologies. I, I always loved working with developers and product managers, did a bit of product management myself for a while as an interim position. Uh, and that's when then, you know, I started getting into all these tools and getting a bit, you know, freaky about the, the whole automation integration things. So that's, that's basically me. And, uh, you know, now I'm a happy father of uh, two uh, kids here in Berlin and super, you know, happy to, to be doing what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. But uh, you have recently founded 9X and this is an uh, agency for low-code uh, development. But... Can you introduce 9x to us as well? Yes. So basically, um, beginning of the year, with a good friend of mine, uh, we we we've been you know we've been thinking about building a company for a while, and we you know we always knew that's something we wanted to do, uh, and we basically we were thinking, okay, what can we do? What can we do to provide companies value? And, and the first thing that came into our mind is, okay, let's just do what we are doing in, in our current startups and try to do this for more companies. And as you know, as the things evolve, we realized that one of the main thing we were doing is uh, it's two-sided. It's one, helping company build scalable processes in a digital environment, and two, making finding a way for this company to actually implement these processes without having to rely too much on their tech department. Because especially when we're talking about internal processes, internal tools, 
most of the time, the like you don't have enough resources from the product and tech department because they are focusing on delivering value to the customers. And it's very often that everything which is internal, which is productivity, will only come after. And what we wanted to do is basically find a good way to apply the knowledge we had about new tools and softwares and processes and try to make these of good use for internal processes. And that's and that ended up with us going deeper and deeper into this whole automation world. And that's when we decided to do 9X, which is basically an automation agency that uses a lot of local no-code or uh, you know, automation uh, solutions to build these tools that you don't have or connect your internal tools that you would usually ask your development team or your tech team to do if this was something which was customer facing. So that's basically what we do. Great. And yeah, um, I'm happy that our roads crossed uh, on the low code side. And as I am a big fan of low code, uh, first I want to begin with uh, what is low code and then uh, maybe building up onto how low code can help Mittelstand. Sure. Um, so basically, I think you know, there's a lot of different definitions of low code. For me, the way I always um, define this is when I was exchanging with my colleagues, which were mostly you know, uh, developers and you know, CTO, I always say like this is first say no, it's no code. You know, I'm just using you know platforms basically. I'm I'm using platform which you can relate to one simple process, which is if this then that. And actually, it's mm -hmm. funny because one of these platforms is called EFTT. And if this, then that is a very simple principle is if this is happening somewhere, so you define a trigger, then I want that to happen somewhere else. And that's like very common is EFTT. Uh, I think one of the two that people mo uh, most know is Zapier, of course, or Zapier, depending where you're from. Uh, and also then solution like Integromat. Uh, it's basically integration platforms, which are leveraging what we call open API. So a lot of software provides uh, API, so application programming interface, which are basically a way for other software to interact with it. And basically, you have these guys, these uh, integration platforms that go and look at all these tools who are providing these connectors, and they try to make it easier to use. And then you can build logic with a graphic interface. So you have your visual builder, and you can say, okay, if this happens, then I want that to happen here. And, you know, it can be very simple from, you know, if I receive an email and if the person uh, is not in my contact uh, book, then I want to add in. Or if I receive an in calendar invitation, I want to create a note in my note-taking system so that, you know, I already have this. And whenever I go into the meeting, I can just open the note and start writing. And then, of course, you can go a bit more complex and try to build, you know, very fancy automation. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for the let's say great summary of uh, how low code can uh, help uh, companies but when it comes to mittelstand by mittelstand you mean uh, it's um, smaller size companies how yeah. do they benefit from that yeah so I, I think you know it's very interesting and that's something you know that that struck me when we you know first started exchanging together it's uh like there's there's two different ways were to to I mean there's a lot of ways but we have two different ways of you know uh, arriving to local I think you come from the business process modeling world mm -hmm. which is you know very much into okay what's the process how does it look like how do I make it and how do I improve it and then comes the step okay now that the process is optimal how do I automate it and 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 I come more from the startup part which is okay 
we always use tech and it's more okay like let's use tech first you know you always think about okay using a software rather than having people do things because you don't have enough money to hire people so mm -hmm. you try to use as many software as possible and then you connect them and then you think about the process and then basically local is at the place where you want to change a bit the way the software is working to make it fit the optimal process. And so basically what local does is it provides, and I'm saying local, it's local, no code. It's basically just this logic of having, of being able to leverage web technologies to serve a process and automate it. And the reason why this is useful for Mittelstein is because the whole, like, the main value of low code is that you don't need to have developer doing it. Of course, you, it requires a bit of an engineering logic. So of course you need people who come from business process modeling or people who have worked with technical product because you need to be able to understand the logic of you know, building the, the process and making it uh, compatible to a software logic, so to say. But basically you can have things automated, you can have things repetitive, you can have scalable processes. So, you know, if you have someone doing one thing one other time a week, you can just make an automation that will run one other time, provided that it's always the same thing. And this is a way for, I think, for, you know, like mid-sized company to gain on productivity, to save time and money, and also to start trying things. Because usually what you often have is you have people who want to try to, you know, implement a new solution, but it takes three months to you know have the proper development work to get this started. So with the local approach, you can say, okay, I want the solution. I know how it looks like. So that there's some parts which I need to be connected, and that you can use local to do. And the rest, you know, you can still be you know half connected or manual. And you can go into this logic of building something in three weeks rather than three months, testing it. And if it works, then you can you know reach out to a proper development team to have this you know solidified. Yeah. So uh, rapid prototyping, uh, that's a great example, as you said. Also, uh, not necessarily we need big software development teams in order to create something. Uh, we could first try and see whether we really need that. Because uh, most of the times um, it's not the case, but sometimes it's really case that something is built through six months, through one year, and then at the end of this time period, it's not needed at all, or it was the wrong thing, or it doesn't help. So all these works are uh, almost uh, to the to the wasteland. Yes, 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 and I think you know, one very common problem that's happening in this in this context is. Um, when you work and when you have software development work done, you have a lot of people involved, you know, and especially the people who are developing the things and, you know, these are like, you know, engineers and, and you know, like, you know, uh, computer uh, scientists or developers. And these people don't speak the same language to say than the business people who are, who have the need. And so then, you know, that's why you need a project manager, you need a product manager. You have all these intermediaries that at some point will end up with the final, sometimes the final solution, not exactly matching the needs of the first person. And I think that's one of the value of low code is you can have the, like in most of the case, it's someone like you or me, which we are, we, we come with a business background or we are used to the, you know, interacting with business people. And we are also the same person directly implementing the solution which will remove the risk of, you know, having this gap between what you want yeah. and what you have. And especially when this, you know, it's six months of work. And if you have a too big gap, 
then you are you know in the problem you just uh, you just referenced. Yeah. So I think that's another advantage that local can provide. Exactly, exactly. And um, can you please tell us uh, how 9x, so your company, um, help uh, Mittelstand? So uh, we have talked about this before, but I want my audience to know that uh, how you help. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, basically, there's like there's two ways in which we, we can help, uh, like, you know, mid-sized companies, mid-sized. I think there's one which is um, like what what all, you know, our main value proposition is we are like we are business people. We are like me and my co-founder. We both spent almost 10 years in startups and mostly, I mean, mostly in operations, but any like any form like when I say operation it could be business operation, marketing operations, sales operations. So mostly in the part of the business where it's about you know making the function a bit more um, you know a bit more efficient, a bit more uh, optimum automated. So we come with this um, with this mindset of how do we build a product in um, in the culture of digital processes. And basically, when we go to and you know we have we have a couple of customers which are actually like more the French version of Middlestand. Um, and what we try to do is to you know to bring this approach of you know if you have you have you have something you need and your ERP is not able to provide it, mm -hmm. we could give you you know a very you know very simple custom tool that you know, meets your need, and that comes from. A, knowing what's on the market, you know, having a good knowledge of all the software as a service solution you can find on the market, which is something you know, that every startup is using 10 to 20 software as a service. Uh, while in a lot of mid-sized companies, you'd rather you know, have more like more ancient solution and you have a lot of ERPs, which are one tool that does everything. So trying to come with this approach of, okay, if you have a small problem, let's just have a tool that does that, and then we work around the issues, the connection that you need, the export, the import. So, so that's one thing we can do: try to help you find something that matches your need. And if there are some, you know, side problems or uh, things around that that don't fit, we'll help you make it fit to your current process. That's, and the second yeah. part of things we're doing is when, like, if because it's also sometimes possible that we don't have time to do this, or, or our time is too expensive then we also have uh, an ed educational program. So we have already published an online course uh, and we are also working on a new one, uh, which, will, which will air in uh, September, where basically we take people which have, who have no, no basic knowledge, who have like no experience in, in automations, no code or local, and we basically try to introduce them to some of the tools we use and introduce them to the practice and to the logic of what we do. And basically, uh, we have a strong belief that if you understand a bit some of the theoretical knowledge behind web technologies, and then if you if I can introduce you to a couple of tools which kind of replicates, let's say basically you know software is a front end, a back end, and an in, and a database. So it's it's an interface, it's logic, and it's some place where data is stored consistently. Then the logic you have around how that interacts is the same whether this is like a proper software or if you use uh, you know, if you use a form for your front end, uh, if you use uh, Integromat or Zapier for, for your back end, and then you use Airtable or Google Sheets as a, as a solution to store the data. The logic is the same. And if you replicate the same logic, you can have an automation which is built in a way that resembles a software and therefore will be able to scale and be efficient. 
And that's the kind of thing that we want to, to teach people to show how to do in a very practical way, you know, in a way which is you come in, it's going to be six weeks of learning and doing and just you know, getting your hands dirty and just you know, yeah. going at it because you know, it's a very practical knowledge. You know, you automate things and then you learn how to automate things by automating some more things. Yeah. So that's basically what we do at 9x. That sounds that sounds exciting. And then I would like to ask you your uh, favorite ca use cases uh, of low code for uh, Mittelstand. So there's one thing that I really like, <clears throat> and which is like very straightforward use of of, uh, of low code. It's like it's with this tool I love, which is which is called Integromat. Is basically whenever there's you know there's one feature that you don't have in the solution you're using. You know, let's say you have a CRM. And you want to have this logic, or you want to need a, you need to have a calculated field, or you need to have a workflow. But the only way to get that is if you upgrade to the enterprise tier, okay. and it costs you, you know, like you, know, you go from two hundred euro a month to like like a k a month, you know. And usually it's only for one small feature, but that's like that's normal because that's the way that these software are pricing. They know exactly what kind of feature you want, and that's the one that you don't have unless you pay more. And yeah. basically, what I do is I try to replicate this feature using the you know i'm just i'm just telling integromat to say okay if this happens in the tool then do that in the same tool so basically i'm just building the missing feature using a, a, an, integra in, in a, an integration platform that costs me nine nine dollar per month instead mm -hmm. of having to do an upgrade for for you know like 200 or 300 uh, dollar a month so that's 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 one of my favorite use cases yeah that's that's uh, great and Generally, it's uh, also out of the box thinking. I mean, uh, regularly they don't uh, people or users um, don't think like this. They think like, okay, there is only way to get this feature to upgrade or to change the system completely. But here yeah. you are coming into play and saying, hey guys, there is an alternative way which is way more cheaper. It's like nine uh, <laughs> bucks uh, a month and. Uh, that's also not rocket science. We use, uh, for example, Integromat, and then we uh, take this data from CRM, we calculate it for you, and we push it back, or you can see it here in that dashboard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, here, I also wanted to say this is um, the Integromat uh, was a tool from Czech Republic, if I am not mistaken, but yeah. recently acquired by Celonis. Uh, it's a German uh, process mining tool. Actually, it was a process mining tool. Not it's uh, it grown very uh, way more bigger, and it's uh, right now executive management system. They call it something like this. Just wanted to give some information and yeah. background of Integromat, Celonis, and so on. Um, Pierre, I think there are a lot of lessons to be learned. And it is bi-directionally between uh, startups and Mittelstand. Uh, but I want to hear that from you. Uh, what do you think? What are the learnings from Mittelstand to startups and from startups to Mittelstand? So basically, like what I've seen uh, over the past years is one thing that startups are really good at is having this natural bias towards technology. Whenever they can, they will try to find you know, a solution, an automation. They will try to find a way to have uh, you know, something automated or they will make the process easier or scalable because there is technology involved. You know? um, and I think that's something which is very, you know, it's, 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 it's a great thing because that's how you can actually always push, you, know, the, you, you push the limits of what's possible. You never think, okay, that's too complex. You first look for a technical solution. 
Because what's really great in the, in the world we live now is no matter what your problem is, if it's a common problem, or if at least you and a couple of other people have the same problem, chances are that somewhere there's a developer who actually already solved that issue. And because of the way the technology is, and it's the whole you know, web service and API logic, basically they can, for 20 euro or 50 euro, 100 euro per month, these developers providing you the logic and you can basically just pay for the logic and just you know, pay a monthly fee and have the whole complexity. And that's, that's true for, you know, like, Root planning, uh, you know, optimization, calculation, like any form where you need either a big calculation or a big logic, there's someone, somebody who already did that for you. And startups are very good at actually finding these solutions and implementing them into their processes. But the thing that startups are not the best at is to try to process, you know, and especially because a lot of startups are really biased towards technology and digital processes. Whenever you go into, you know, real, like, you know, operations like logistics like you know uh, physical handling then you know i i think that i think you know they they try to rely mostly on technology to make process efficient where actually you know there's also a part which is just you know having a yeah. proper <clears throat> modeling of the process you know thinking about the process and uh, it you know i think startups rely a lot on individual and technology and i think meditation are very especially here in germany they are very good at being relying on you know what i say is like collective intelligence you know it's just processes well-designed processes and structure organizations which which makes the business you know very strong and efficient but also it makes it difficult to uh, to adapt to changes so i think it's a it's a you know it's a, it's a fine it's a i think it's a good balance to find between them and and of course interacting with each other would be a good way for you know for the startup to be a bit more you know process driven to be a bit more resilient and also, I think to be to to think more about how to make money rather than you know there's a strong bias into startups to raise money. I think it's you know a bit right now a bit of the issue you can you can see on the startup scene. Um, exactly. While, you know, while while on the Bitcoin side, you know there's like it, it's funny how they're very good at. I think it's something that's very you know it's it's very clear for me. It's most of Bitcoin. First, you don't know them, but they're the world they're the world leader of something you know and. What it means is it means they're really good at what they do, but they could be even better because they don't leverage, you know, uh, the current state of technology to to make their operation even more efficient or to make their communication even 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 more efficient. And you know, they're the best in the world, but nobody knows them. And maybe you know, maybe they could do more. And I think that's you know that's that's what always very interesting about this uh, this, um, yeah. this space. And I see a lot of collaborations uh, or collaborations possibilities between startups and Mittelstand. Uh, Mittelstand has the know-how, startups has the technology and the agility. So it, there could be a good win-win situation for both. Uh, my last question to you, Pierre, is uh, what's your top suggestion to Mittelstand owners, Mittelstand managers to apply right away? I, I think they need, you know, and I think, I think they need to get educated about technology, you know. And you know, the whole one of the whole reasons why we decided to start 9x with my with my co with my co-founder is right now there's still and it's it's true everywhere, even in the startup world. There's a lot of smart business people who have like 10 to 20 years ago, this guy would have started building Excel sheet, very complex Excel sheet models, you know. At a, you know, at a moment where Excel were only for specific people, and then they realized it's for everybody. And Right now, it's exactly the same with web technology. There's a part of the technology which has been made accessible for everybody. 
you, you don't need to be a developer to be able to use an API, you know? If provided that you understand what, what, are, the, you know, what are the basic um, theoretical logic around it, anybody who, who has a systematic way of thinking can understand what an API is and what at least this, like the, the form of this technology can enable for his, for his, for his, for his industry or for his business. And it's, I think it's very important that people get educated on what are the capabilities that, that the current state of technology is offering because a lot of time you don't do things because you think I need to be a developer or I need developers or it's too expensive, but there are some, there's some easy win that you can have. Uh, and that's why I, I would just recommend people to get educated, try to, you know, look a bit around, understand what, uh, you know, what web technologies are, what's an API, uh, what's an automation, you know, and, and start using stuff, you know, maybe just go, you know, uh, get an account on Zapier or Integromat and just, you know, start doing like data things. Like, so basically just, you know, go and try to build something very simple. Like whenever you receive, let's say, you know, whenever you receive uh, an email where with, uh, with uh, the word invoice in it, just take the PDF and save it into a folder. Like, exactly. or something that makes your life, you know, easier, you know, whenever your wife sends you an email on your, on your business email, just make sure you mark the email as private. Like there are solutions you cannot directly do in Gmail or in your email provider system, but you know, just trying to think what makes your life easier. And in generally get educated of what, what the internet is and what web technologies are, what APIs are, because that's, it's just. You know, it's for me, it's like, you know, it's like driving a car. Like you don't need to know exactly how every single piece of your car is working, but it's still, you know, it's still good to know that, you know, if you, you know, how to use the gear and how to use, you know, like you have a basic knowledge, you know, you are, you are a better driver. You don't need to be a mechanics, you know, because you're, we don't ask you to be a Formula One driver, but if you have a good understanding of how your car is working, then you are able to be a better driver and to make more use of it. And also, you know, I keep like I like this. I like this metaphor because when the car was invented, there was a moment where only a few people would drive cars, and it was only the people who knew how a car was to be driven and, and worked. And I think right now it's we are kind of in a similar situation <clears throat> with technology. Only developers use it because everybody thinks you need to be a developer to use technology. But I really like the analogy with the cars, so I, I will I will also use it. Um, Before we close, how people can find you? Um, they can find me. Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, it's uh, they can find me just looking for Ninex. So Ninex.agency is is our website and bootcamp.ninex.agency. It's the educational program that we offer for people who want to get into uh, get into automation and local. So that's that's how people can find us. Thank you, thank you, Pierre. It was so nice and so informative. Thank you for the examples and sharing your experience. And yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Chan. Ciao. Ciao. Release one episode every Tuesday at 7.45 a.m. And also other videos for digital transformation. If you like the content, please subscribe. And you can reach me out anytime by my email. Here it is. And thank you for visiting my channel.